Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Chats with Christina. It's been a minute. I think the last time I uploaded was in October and I do apologize for that. Life has been absolutely crazy. I moved apartments in the meantime and there has been a lot going on in my career and all these other things, which means that it has not been the easiest to also do a podcast, but I'm back and I want to say hi to YouTube. I'm not always going to be looking into the camera, but I thought I'd upload this to YouTube again because that turned out really well with my testimony. And I want to say thank you so, 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 so much for everybody who watched or listened to my testimony because that's just giving all the glory to God. And God is continuing to work in me in this time and always, he's always, he's always, always, always working and I love it so much. So, um... Without further ado, I want to introduce a topic to you today. You've probably read the title already or, yeah, seen it um, in the thumbnail that I want to talk today about loneliness. Um, you know, feeling lonely during a pandemic um, is inevitable because it's a pandemic. You're locked inside for days upon end when we are in lockdown. Now things are opened up again, but still, we are still battling with loneliness. We are missing our family, everything like that. So I actually wrote these notes a while ago, but I've only just got around to reading them again and going through them. Anyway, so the topic is always going to be around. We're always going to have this topic. So it doesn't mean that, um, yeah, just because I wrote the notes a few months ago does not mean that they are any less important right now. And I just keep playing with my hair because it's just, it's not working today. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, my goodness. I think... We're all pretty done with the topic of the pandemic and we've gotten so used to the situation, but it doesn't mean that we are supposed to think that it's the new normal or become numb to how it feels. And um, through this pandemic, it's been really hard for me because I love hanging out with people. I thrive hanging out with people and I am an extrovert, as extroverted as you could possibly get. And my love language is quality time and physical touch, both of which through the lockdown and also now have been reduced to a severe minimum. And there are some days when I find it incredibly hard to get out of bed in the morning and on the days where I turn off my alarm, I sleep till 10 and it's just not been the greatest. I've been feeling very lonely, especially in the winter. Now, in the winter, I just had this feeling that my body was not doing that well with the new season. Um, I've always hated the winter. <laughs> I, I love it when it snows. I love being inside. I hate the cold. I think a lot of people can relate to that. And for me, this year was just really tough because in Germany, we had such a long lockdown and it was... It was hard. It was really hard. We had about eight months of lockdown of not being able to go to restaurants, not being able to go to clubs or events, only being able to be in like five groups of five people. And it was really, really tough for me. And then obviously, for some reason, this year, specifically this winter, we had 
an incredibly dull winter. There were hardly any days of sunshine and everyone needs vitamin D, but I feel like I just really thrive on sunshine and on vitamin D. And then there would be days upon end with no sunshine and I'd be like, what's going on? You know, I, I need sunshine to live and to not be lonely. So yeah, it was sort of like this feeling. I haven't seen the sun in days and I haven't seen my friends and it was definitely a reason enough to feel lonely, um, which is funny because I had friends, you know, I had good things in my life, but because I didn't get to see them, I felt lonely. Um, and, you know, now that the summer is well underway, we can still feel lonely. And I don't want to take that away just because it's now summer doesn't mean that you're not feeling lonely. And I get that. And yeah, whether you find yourself in isolation right now, half of the world has gone back into lockdown in Australia, for example, or whether we have just moved to a new place and we live in a new town and we have nobody and we don't know anyone and it's just tough and we can feel so lonely. So, you know, the question is, how do I get myself out of this slump? Um, I think personally, this is a friendly reminder, sometimes it's okay to lie in bed and stare out of the window and wonder what is going on in my life. But as soon as the loneliness and these thoughts raging in your head start seeping into your soul, it destroys your well-being. So it's really important for us not to get these loneliness, these thoughts, these lonely thoughts going so deep into us that we become, we, 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 we identify ourselves with loneliness like oh I'm lonely like no I'm Christina <laughs> and I'm a child of God and my identity is in Christ and Christ is always with us and we don't have to be lonely so where was I yeah we obviously all deserve days off we all deserve time for ourselves we just need to be careful that it doesn't get too much time alone I guess is what I'm trying to say um but it is okay to want a day off where you see nobody and it's okay not to be okay I hope that you're getting this um let me remind you you're doing so much better than you think um but on these sort of off days on the days where we're just like I don't know what is going on in my life I I don't know how to feel, I'm, I'm lonely, I'm lost, there's no purpose in my life, what is going on? It's really important to remind ourselves of who we are and I know it can be hard but it's just as easy as remembering that God exists and that he loves us and remembering what he says about us. You know, literally if the only words you can utter are I am loved or I am a child of God on a day where you're feeling so lonely, just say that, just declare it. If you can't say any other words other than God help or whatever, he listens. And I think that is something that can really help us through a season of loneliness. And the most important thing for us is actually to look for purpose and look for a reason to get out of bed. Because actually loneliness is a lack of purpose and 
let me just say, being alone is not the same as being lonely. Being alone is important, actually. It's really important for us to not constantly be around people all the time. Just after this weekend, we had summer camp and I was with 45 people for 24 hours and that was just enough you know and even within that we can still feel lonely even being surrounded by people that's just like a side note we can still feel lonely being surrounded by people if they are not our people if they don't help us with our life if they don't value us if they don't help us bring our lives forward and um, ultimately if they're not friends of our destiny and they really are just other random people that you happen to be doing life with that can also make you feel really lonely. So I would just also, as a reminder, say, who are your friends? Who are you talking to? Do they really value who you are as a person? And do they care about who you are and how you're feeling and what you're going through? I will share some points later on that, on just more tips and things of how we can actually battle loneliness, basically, is what this whole podcast episode is about. It's just kind of about how we can battle loneliness. So like I said, being alone is important. It's important for us to take time off um, after having, let's say, a crazy weekend with the family or something where your brain is just like, oh my god, I'm, I'm completely, you know, overwhelmed because I've been surrounded by crazy people for a, a day um, or a week or whatever. But yeah, um, as a definition, loneliness, like I said, it's not just being by yourself, that's being alone. Um, and taking time alone is okay. And taking time out is okay. But loneliness is completely different. And the definition of loneliness in the dictionary is loneliness is an unpleasant or emotional response to perceived isolation. Or it also says sadness because one has no friends or company. So two different things there, you know, an unpleasant emotional response to perceived isolation. So that perceived isolation means like, you might not even be alone, but it's your feeling of being isolated in your situation or being isolated in your mind or in your thoughts. And, you know, we can feel lonely and isolated without a pandemic, but the pandemic has obviously brought everything up to the surface. So let me try and dig a little deeper just to see why do I sometimes feel lonely, um, regardless of pandemic or not, and how that actually has had a bad effect on my mental health. I think the times when I felt the most lonely were actually times when I distanced myself from God. And the further I am from God, the more lonely I feel. I honestly believe that this is because we distance ourselves from God and the enemy has more space to get in and all in all, he is the father of lies. So he starts telling us that we're not good enough and that you're alone in this and you're lonely and people don't love you, etc. And he starts making us think about our relationships, he makes us start doubting who's in our life. He makes us start doubting that we're good enough for whatever we're doing, we're doing in our lives, in our vocation. And he makes us think that the people around us are not authentic and don't love us like we thought. And these are lies straight from the enemy. John 8, 44 says, he is a liar and the father of lies. So 
don't believe anything the enemy has to say. And here is what here is one way how you can determine how um, if this is from the enemy or if this is from God. Like, does it speak life into the situation or does it speak death into the situation? You can go a lot deeper into that and you can read the Bible and find out the ways that the enemy lies and the enemy is a deceiver and God is light and God is truth. Um, But to be perfectly honest, if it doesn't speak, if it doesn't align with the things that you know to be true, which is God's truth, like I am loved, I'm a child of God, I am forgiven, there is no condemnation, all of these things... If it doesn't align with that, then it's a lie from the enemy. So, breathe. And sadly, oftentimes loneliness is actually the reason why people end their lives. And it's just so unbelievably sad. And it breaks my heart to think of how many people I've personally lost and how many friends and family have lost people um, to this, like people just battling with loneliness and not knowing their way forward. And whatever breaks my heart and your heart, it breaks God's heart even more than you could ever imagine. Like Jesus loves us so much. And when we hurt and when we hurt ourselves, he is so sad. He's so, so sad. And so this is why I desperately want you to hear that there is a way out of loneliness because none of us, none of us deserve to be taken like that into depression and into loneliness and into believing the lies that the enemy is telling us. And I know a lot of people are dealing with this. And I know this is a really touchy subject because... I personally know people who are also going through depression and going through all these things and loneliness and not knowing how to, how to get out. But I believe in a God who saves the brokenhearted, who comforts the lonely and the lost, and who turns people's lives upside down for the better or the right way around for the better. Remember, if you are feeling suicidal, I have to mention this because it's the nature of this podcast there is professional help for you and I will put some resources down below that you can check out, that you can call for support in both England and Germany and internationally as well. So my pastor has recently been sharing on godly values and purposes and he was actually talking about how loneliness is a lack of purpose, like I mentioned before. So loneliness is really just like when you don't know your purpose, that can bring loneliness because you're just like wondering, you know, where on earth am I supposed to be? What am I supposed to do? So is the question, what is the way in which you can find your purpose? And to know that you need to know why you are here and God put you on the earth for a reason. That is something that I want to tell you. And in Jeremiah 29, Verse 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. His plan for you is to have a big, bright future, and that is the complete opposite of loneliness. And so I hope that you can take this away. Like, God wants you 
to not be lonely. He wants you to, how do I say this? <laughs> this light is blinding me. I'm blinded by the lights. Um, sorry, I got off track. <laughs> God really wants you to have a big prosperous life and it is the opposite of loneliness. And so I'm just going to finish with four points of things that you can really do and apply in your life because I feel like I in a podcast it's always nice when people share um, how they got through it and tips and stuff that can help them. So here are four points that I hope can help you combat the loneliness that you are feeling and I just one last time, I want to remind you that you are loved and I am here for you and there are more and more people who care about you than you think. And please know that I understand your situation and I'm not just trying to throw advice at you, but I know that it can be hard. And I think, I really believe that if you take this advice that I'm sharing from the bottom of my heart and you bring it to God and you just ask God to work with it and to work with you, then he will... Um, come through he will deliver so number one surround yourself with the people you love being surrounded by the people you love and who love and support you is so important and the question really is do you have people in your life like I said before do you have people in your life who will call you and really ask you how are you really doing if you don't have these people like I am praying for you that you get these friends in your life because it's 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 life-changing. Um, and be bold enough to talk to your people who are around you about how you feel. If you don't have um, these kinds of people where you feel like you can tell them exactly how you feel, even if they don't ask as well, like just being able to call people and be like, hey, I don't feel good right now. Um, if you, yeah, if you don't have these people who take you seriously when you're feeling down... I recommend and I encourage you to plant yourself in a community which is authentic. There is such stigma as well around people, especially men, sharing their feelings. But let me tell you that if your friends don't care about your well-being and don't listen to you, then they're not your real friends. Let's just be real right there. If people don't speak life into you, I trust me, there are people out there who will speak life into you. And I hope and pray that you find these people for your life. And Proverbs 13 verse 20 says, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. So that's just a really great reminder. Like who are you surrounding yourself with? Number two, read the word, read the Bible, just read the Bible, please. There's everything in there that you need. <laughs> it's 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 literally it's it's like an instruction booklet with cool stories and fun stuff that happens and just the beauty and the closeness and the authenticity and the love of Jesus all wrapped into one. It sounds so easy and simple just be like, yeah, read your Bible. But sometimes it's actually a lot harder to actually dive into the word and really know what you're reading and really focus on what you're reading. Um, but when we do, it's like putting our spiritual armor on. Like, are you ready for battle? In Ephesians 6, 12, it says, 
that we need to put on the armor of the Lord, which I can write below because I can't remember all of it right now, <laughs> but we need to put on the armor of the Lord. It's like the helmet of salvation, the um, shield of faith, the belt of truth, etc. And we need to equip ourselves with this truth and with this stuff that God has given us so that we can go into battle, into spiritual battle, because it says in Ephesians 6.10 that this battle is not of flesh and blood, it is of spiritual realms and of everything in the mind and in the spirit. Um, so it's really important that we equip ourselves with this truth. And that is one way that the enemy will actually see that you are not to be messed with if you are wearing your spiritual armor, you're clad in armor. Just imagine that image of being clad in the armor of God. Um, you know, the Bible tells us all about who God is and how much he loves his children. And hey, you're his child, you know. Scripture says that you were created in your mother's womb by God. He knows the hairs on your head and he loves you enough to die for you in the form of his only son, Jesus. Now, you can say, oh, that's very crazy and out there, you know, especially if you're new to faith, like, okay, who is this Jesus? What's going on? But just see it like this. God loves you and he's known you from the very beginning. And our Savior Jesus, he knows how we feel. He too went into isolation, which is amazing. Jesus knows he's been in every situation that we will ever be in. He's experienced every human emotion and feeling that we will ever experience, right? And in Matthew uh, 4 verse 1, Jesus was tempted by the enemy for 40 days. He wandered in the desert for 40 days and the enemy was like, hey, you know what? If you obey me, I will give you this. And if you eat this food, I will give you this. And Jesus was like, no, 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 no. And he responded with the word of God. And so it's so important that we can respond to the enemy when he is telling us all of these lies about us, about our well-being, about our spirit, that we can be like, nope, the word of God says that God has a plan and a purpose for me and he wants me to prosper. Enemy, leave. Get out of here. So... When the enemy starts creeping in and trying to deceive us and thinking that we're dirt and that we don't deserve friends and that there's nothing to live for, you know, equip yourself with the word of God. That's all I want to say to that. In Isaiah 40 verse 21, it says, the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of our God stands forever. The word of God stands forever. He is constant. His word will never change. It doesn't matter what generation we're in, what time we're in, his word will never, ever, ever change. Number three, it kind of goes into this, actually spend time with Jesus as well. If you know Jesus, your Lord and Savior, you know that he died for you. To be honest, you owe him his whole, you owe him your whole life. And I've been realizing this recently. I've been in constant communication and constant time with God, spending constant time with God. And it you don't have to, kneel at your bed to spend time with God. Like it's wonderful to spend time alone with him and it's wonderful to be in the room reading the Bible the first thing in the morning. But you can also spend time with Jesus in the bus. You can spend time with Jesus when you're in the shower, when you're cooking, when you're in the bathroom, when you're walking to work, whatever you're doing, when you're at work, 
you can always spend time with Jesus because you can just talk to him. Like a relationship with him just comes down to talking with him. And so like, yeah, reading the word and spending time with the Lord go hand in hand. Jesus was rejected by his closest friends, actually. And so he knew loneliness. Again, he knew loneliness. They were loyal to him and they said they'd follow him forever. And then when the time came for him to be crucified, they ran and they hid because they let their fear get the better of them. Jesus has experienced everything we've been through, like I said, including death. We have eternal life through him. And I don't know about you, but I want to spend a lot of time with the guy who saves my life. I think if someone were to save my life tomorrow, I would want to be their friend and I'd want to hang out with them and I'd want to tell them every single day that I'm so thankful that I'm still alive because of them. I'd want to honor them and I'd know their story and give them a hug and tell them and tell the whole world how they saved my life. I would not stop talking about it. And that is how we can see Jesus. This is ultimately what we can do and are encouraged to do is basically spend time with Jesus. And it's so powerful. I promise you, once you accept him into your life, even if you find yourself in your own desert for 40 days, he will always, or longer, he will always be beside you and it will change your world. Last but not least, number four, practice joy. Now, joy comes from within and it comes from knowing who God is. Joy is not the same as happiness because I could lose everything I have and still have joy become it because it comes from God. There I would encourage you to read the story of Job because he loses everything and he continuously praises God and his friends are like, you're crazy, dude. You lost your wife and your kids and you have all these horrible diseases and you don't even have a house, but you're still praising God. What are you doing? And he was like, no, I am going to continue to praise God. And at the end of the day, Job was given so much more than he could ever have imagined after being obedient to God. Joy is actually one of the fruits of the spirit, which you can read in Galatians 5.22. And when we have the Holy Spirit, everyone can have the Holy Spirit. You just have to believe and ask for him to come into your life and he's always with you. The fruits of our life are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And joy is right up there with love. When you accept the love that God has for you, he'll give you joy even in the toughest of times. And I've forgotten where it says it in the Bible, but it also, Paul wrote this in one of the, um, in one of his books that he wrote, my joy is not dependent on my circumstances. Like you can have a crazy life. Stuff could be going on. People could be sick. You could be wondering, what am I doing? I don't have a job, blah, blah, blah. Um, Stuff's happening in your personal life. But you can still have joy because your joy is not dependent on your circumstances. So when I was looking for an apartment thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to find a flat because it's so hard in Berlin and I don't know what to do. I still praised the Lord because I had joy that exceeds everything that's earthly because God is joy. And it's a fruit of the spirit that I carry with me. So no matter what happens in life, I'm like, I don't care. I have joy. And it can be difficult, but if you just really take a moment to realize that 
you have so much in this life and God has given you so much and you just look at the birds and you look at the trees and you look at the nature around you and you look at your friends and your family, those who are close to you, you can see the goodness of God. You can see the goodness of God in every single moment if you choose to. So I think it's a it's a choice thing and I know it's really hard to battle loneliness, but at the end of the day, we serve an almighty loving God who wants to turn this around for you and all I can say now is I hope that this helped I hope that in some way you are encouraged and inspired by this and I'm going to close with a prayer because I believe that prayer works and um, God listens to our prayers thank you Father God for everyone who's listened and watched this uh, episode of my podcast and I just pray father that the words that I said would go deep into the hearts of the people who need to hear it most I ask Lord God that you would turn their lives around you would show them that they don't need to be lonely you would show them that they are loved by you and that they yeah that your holy spirit is upon them and that they are they are children of God and I just ask for you to turn around all lonely situations, all loneliness, all, all depression, Father God. May you just cast it out in Jesus' mighty name. We have the power of the Lord on our side. And I just thank you, Father, that you sent Jesus down to be our saviour and to, to show us the way and to save our lives ultimately. And I just ask that anyone who has not met Jesus yet would meet him and that they would know how, how much he loves them. And I thank you for everyone who listened and I ask that you would pour blessing upon blessing over their lives in Jesus' almighty name. Amen. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm sorry if it was a bit lengthy. I hope it made sense. I need to get back into the game. But thank you so much for watching and listening. And um, yeah, God bless you. I'll see you next time. Bye.